to another episode of the Forging Better Fucking Humans podcast. You like that? I threw in that F word just for you guys. Apparently this morning I got into a little altercation with one of our members. I came in into the cafe while they were drinking a coffee and I said, good fucking morning, everybody. And she was so insulted. And I thought it was positive. And she really took it the wrong way. She says, you must not like me. And I said, why is that? She said, because I say good morning, sunshine to you every all the time. And I said, well, I use the word fuck a lot. And she said, it's not good. It always feels like you're mad at me. So it's really not intentional. It's really just that I'm from Detroit. And fuck is like every third word for our culture. Um, so we got that aside. Cool. Anyway. I was just kicking it around. Um, I haven't talked to you guys in a while. I've been on the road. I went up north. Uh, my family's got a hunting cabin up in the Upper Peninsula of Michigan, and we hunt up there in November, but we do a lot of prep stuff in September, October, so we decided this year we were gonna do it in September. Um, what I decided to do when I went up there, because my cabin up there has no power, no running water, no heat, no none of those things. Um, no Wi-Fi, none of that kind of shit. You're literally a camp stove, and uh, you got to go 20 miles to town to fill a bunch of water jugs. So you got fresh water, and you bring it back up to the cabin. And you know whether we're doing setup or we're hunting, that's the atmosphere. So uh, while we're there getting water, we get a lot of beer and stuff like that. You know, it's normal hot camp type shit. But anyway, what I decided on the way up on the flight was I'm going to do a social media detox because. Because what I found is, for me personally, I, th- I just social media is just one of the most addictive things on the planet. That it's on par with like letting kids play with guns. Like it's some dangerous shit. You can get really just honed in and, and tunnel vision on certain things, and it can just make you so super, super angry. And you end up with like this warped view of the world, and you just think everybody's fucked. You really think that just everybody's angry and everybody's fighting and everybody's divided and blah 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 blah. So I turned my social media off while I was up there and I've done it a couple times when I go on hunting trips and I think it's really valuable for me uh, to do that just to take some time and not just a day but like a week five days if not more where you just don't look at it um, I turn my phone on in the morning talk to my wife in the evening I talk to my wife and my kids but throughout the middle of the day it's just off um, it doesn't really work at the camp anyway so it's great it works out really nice and what ends up happening is you start having conversations with people again everywhere that you go you start talking to people you're at the hardware store picking stuff up and you have a, a genuine conversation you're at the um uh, cabela's we went to the cabela's in detroit there was this nice lady there in the sunglass section right after i got done looking at all kinds of bows and shit and uh we sat there and shot the shit for it must have been an hour I, I, we just talked and you know in, in any other given world we probably wouldn't you know on the social media spectrum of things she wouldn't be in my my tribe of people right my my cult of people that I would typically hang out with but once you strip aside all of that shit and you, you natural human connection never really goes away you have to have good conversation with people you have to look for them they're not and they all want to talk like everybody out there really I feel like you know the social media thing just it gives this warped view 
of everyone. People are typically pretty nice. Black people don't hate white people. White people don't hate black people, gays and all these types of things. Like it's just, everybody's supposed to hate each other. And it turns out I can walk up to somebody who I would normally think we would be natural enemies and we're best friends immediately just by talking. And it's really, really cool. So I think that it happens when you turn that fucking phone off, man, and just really debrief and try to do and get real human connection from time to time. Now, the social media aspect and having the internet and all that type of stuff is not 100% evil. You can get a lot of great work done. I agree with that, but like, you gotta turn it off once in a while. If you're not managing it well, which sometimes I don't, and I, I can't believe that everybody does, you know, just one of the things about being a responsible person is that's something you can do in excess. And most things that you can do in excess can harm you, even if they're healthy things. So, you know, if I spit all year round in the woods hunting, I want to do that all the time. I'm probably not going to make a whole lot of money for my family and we're not going to be able to achieve a lot of things. So that's excessive, right? So that would be excessive. So I have to find that happy medium of like, how often can I go into the woods versus how, you know, and obviously there's some productivity piece there that I can bring meat home for my family, but meat don't pay the bills unless I'm like turning that into a commercial job as a guide, right? That's a whole other aspect, whole other story. But as your general recreational hunter, if I decided that that's all I wanted to do all year long, my wife's going to leave me for starters and uh, I'm going to have a whole different uh, life altogether. So again, just excess. So the other thing while we were there, um, when you're at a hunting camp, the the nutritional side of most hunting camps, I'm sure there's a bunch of dorks out there that do everything perfect. Um, but I, I look at it as a good time to just kind of relax. Not that I'm a big fan of cheating on my diet. And I hate that word because um, macros are macros, numbers are numbers at the end of the day. But, you know, I'm a little more flexible at the hunting camp because we're doing shit. We're getting stuff done. Um, I'm around people that don't normally eat the way that I eat. And I don't want to be the weirdo that has like their own special section in the fucking fridge where I'm only going to be there for five days right so it's kind of like a diet of uh pretzels and bud light um maybe throw in a cheeseburger from time to time and you know some some bacon and eggs in the morning it's not the most nutritious way to eat uh, but again i live a pretty disciplined life so for years i follow a really well balanced uh macro diet um i've you know i feel like i've kind of got that under control i've been living that way for 10 solid years um as my norm um so for me to take five days of just like crash shit diet like hanging out with my dad and my cousins and all that type of stuff and just eating the way that they eat it's not really going to affect me too much yeah i'm going to run a little bit slow and maybe have a little more time on the toilet on monday and tuesday when i get home but like once I get back to normal, things kind of pick right back up and I can go back to living life the way that I do. And I think a lot of people struggle with that. Um, when they get into nutrition, they're training super hard at the gym, um, you know, and they start working on their diet and they know, they know for a fact, I think all of you are adults, you know you need to have a good um, diet complement to your workout in order to get any real results. But it's hard, right? You gotta be disciplined, you have to be, you have to be on top of it all the time and it's just as hard, if not harder than the workouts that you're doing um so what ends up happening is eventually you just go back to your flexible shitty way of eating and just hope that you can outwork your 
diet. And it just doesn't work, right? But then they look at guys like me or other people that can go out on a five-day hunting trip and eat Bud Lights and crackers and fucking pretzels and like, you eat like that? How come I can't do that? Well, I've been eating well and managed for 10 fucking years. It's my norm. It's the way that I eat, right? Uh, I'll have people here in Ocala from time to time. I'll be up here at my buddy's place over here at Big Hammock. I'll have a couple of beers and I'll eat some food with those guys and it's like, God, I wish I could eat like you do and, and look like you do. And I'm like, you can't, but you got to manage it properly. It's just something that like you don't see the other 98% of the time that I'm eating without flaw, without fail very well. So I'm managing everything on my fitness pal. Everything split out really well. When I have comps coming up, everything's super refined. The edges are sharp. I'm getting the right amount of carbs, fat, and proteins for my diets. Everything is focused all the time, right? So when I go on a hunting trip like that, it's not that big of a deal for me to do that. It's not going to cause a change in my body aesthetic. I'm not instantly going to blow up and become a fat tub of shit and then I got to work out for six more months to clean up my diet, right? So... It's discipline and commitment on the front end allows for freedom. I think Jocko talks about that. Discipline creates freedom. And that's what that means, right? Living a disciplined lifestyle allows you to be a little bit more flexible from time to time when you need to be, right? When you want to hang out with your family and you want to do what they're doing at the moment and not be the guy that's just super uber controlling at the hunting camp. You want to be that guy. So just something to take into effect or something for you guys to think about, you know, when we're struggling with diet and you're like, hey, I've been working out for a year. And uh, I'm going to try some nutrition things. I had somebody here in the gym the other day approach me and they wanted to get on one of our nutrition plans. And I said, well, you're going to meet with one of our nutritionists and uh, get on a plan. I said, have you met with our coach yet? And, oh, yeah. Is that that program? I said, yes. Yeah. She said it didn't work for me. I said, well, how did you do, how long did you do it? I did it for four weeks. Well, come, I went and talked to the coach about it. And they not only did they not do it for four weeks, but they didn't follow it at all during those four weeks. Right. So, so at four weeks, they decided it wasn't for them. I'm like, man, four weeks isn't enough time for anything. Right. So like, there's a period of like, this is a lifestyle switch. This isn't a, um, get on a diet for a month, two months, get to where you think you need to be. And then you can revert back to the shit way of eating that you've always eaten and think that that's going to help you. Like you can't eat like that anymore. You have to, when you're training like this, you have goals, you have things that are out there. It's not a diet. It's not a, it's not a period of time that you have to eat like this and then it's okay to go back to whatever. It's a shift to a new lifestyle. It's a whole different mindset. It's an entirely new grocery list, right? Forever, forever. And then after a year or two, maybe possibly even more before it really, really sets in and becomes who you are, then you can take the occasional hunting trip. Then you can go out on the Disney uh, trip with your kids and your grandkids and eat like shit and it won't affect you too bad. But you try that shit too early and yes, you trip up and you fucking fall all over the place and you struggle and fighting it all the time. So again, now don't look at your nutrition as a, um, a quick fix. It's something that's going to be done in six weeks. It's fucking impossible. You have to shift everything over forever. I know that sounds so daunting and so hard, but really it's basic, really simple. I've done other podcasts talking about just that, like the, 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 the eating the right ratios of proteins, carbs, and fats, not as hard as you would think. Um, it's just doing it. Tracking is probably the hardest part, um, but it allows for flexibility in your life when you need to, because you can get back on track a lot faster when you turn things into numbers. Anyway, guys, I just wanted to take a little bit of time. 
I know we haven't talked in a while. Um, you know, I uh, I wanted to get a guest on, haven't found someone to jump on. Uh, my timing is always off. I've been traveling a lot these days, and we got a lot of events coming up. So you're going to hear just from me for a little while until you know I can get somebody that wants to jump in on my odd schedule and have a conversation. And we'll we'll definitely introduce those guys out there to you guys, and you can meet some more top performing, high performing people here that use our training systems and our nutrition systems to elevate their life and live at a better standard and a higher standard. So that's what we're all about here. So, uh, yeah, I guess that's it. So that's podcast number, whatever it is. And, uh, that's the forging better humans podcast episode number. Yeah. Out.